What is up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. Coming off a big bird's win this week. Dude, that did not feel like a bird's win in the first half, but second half, overtime, it's pretty amazing, man. I purposely didn't bring that up to you when I walked in, even though you were rocking the bird's uh, <laughs> uh, sweatshirt, but... I like, was really, like really down like i went to the christmas tree lighting down here so i missed part of the first half and i yeah. was texting steve and like this is the worst nine and one team in nfl history Horrible. <laughs> and then go back home and i was dialed in and turned out to be a good outcome i was this close to turning the game off like <clears throat> towards the late part of the first half i'm like yeah dude it's not it's not worth it like i started getting to that point dude, where i was like same it's starting to affect me a little bit and i'm like i don't like that yep like I'm, I, I'm just going to turn it off and go I to bed. I love that. Dude, I and know. And just wake up. And then I'm like, but, but I could miss one of the greatest comebacks that we've ever seen. Down 10 points, back-to-back weeks. And uh, so I watched it. I hung in there till the end. Jake Elliott's kick. I'm thinking, dude, he, like, come on. He's not making this thing. Right. He's a stud, but this is pretty unlikely. Yeah. Like, he's not expected to make this. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Whatever. Like, they're not going to win every game this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're already, dude, nails it. Yeah. They come down and score. They looked completely unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen looked like Joe Montana. Yeah. And, uh, man, Jalen, he's got something, though. He's got something, and it's his – obviously, he's uh, a talented athlete, right? He's in the NFL playing quarterback. But his intangibles, just his leadership style, his, like, resilience and willing willingness to ne- – unwillingness to quit i guess yeah. i didn't really know how to say that but you know what i mean as far as like just he doesn't flinch chris our buddy chris lucas savage shout out uh chris from middletown on WIP chris from middletown for yeah, yeah yeah yeah. he reached out the next day to talk about the game and that's what he said he said they don't flinch uh, i was like he's right especially yeah. Jalen. he doesn't flinch Nah, you know what i like too about him i mean as cool as he is on the sideline like it, you don't know when they go to him if he just threw a pick mm-hmm. that got ran back for six and they're going to lose the game, or if he just, um, you know, threw a touchdown to put him ahead, and right. they're going to win the Super Bowl. Like he's got the same demeanor. But even after the game, you notice like there's a lot of chirping going on. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say anything. He literally had like the Eagles Instagram live, and he looked at it and he said, "What do you want me to say?" Like that is, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure those is exact words. I, I love that. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. you don't need to talk trash, you know, when you yeah. when you play on the field and. uh I like that about him. Like, if he was real lippy and chirpy, it would be like, come on, dude. You didn't look that good most of the game. Like, you guys aren't, you know, setting the world on fire. They're not blowing teams out, but they're winning. Yeah, they're not blowing teams out. That's for no. sure. They were. They. I heard a stat today that they have been losing at halftime the last four games. And obviously, they've won all four. But it's like, how does the team do that? How does the team come back from being down at halftime four games in a row to win them all. That's crazy. And against good teams. They're in that part of the schedule that everyone's, really you know, teams. had kind of circled. Like, these are tough games, tough teams. Yeah. And not only been down at halftime, but they were down 10 mm-hmm. the last two weeks. Last week they were down, or this week I should say, they were down 10 yeah. two different times. Yeah. It's insane. It is insane. Which leads us right into our topic for today. <laughs> <laughs> so for everyone... Uh, everyone out there so we'll get into it once again thank you all for for tuning in um we have a very loyal following which is awesome Mm -hmm. you know we've been doing this we started this in january for anybody that's new um started talking about personal development we've talked kind of offline here about most people i think just kind of want to be entertained 
this is not really like a, just an entertainment show. This is like personal development because we um, have experienced some things in our lives that have helped us to get to wherever it is we are, things that are helping us to go on our journey further. And that's what we focused it around. But, you know, again, I think more people would rather be entertained than tune in for personal development. It's just mm-hmm. my, my thought on this. Mm-hmm. But the people that do tune in are very loyal. Um, I get messages and, you know, texts and calls from from our core group of people almost every time we put an episode out. So we appreciate all you guys that are loyal, uh, loyal listeners. And that, you know, hopefully took something from this and, um, just thought it'd be a good time of, of year. Um, there's a clip that floats around this time of year, pretty much every year from Ed, my He talks about separation season. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're going to talk about that. It should be a good timely episode. What is it? I'll start with asking you, what does it mean to you? Like, what do you think of this time of year or a separation season in general? Like, what is that kind of, What's your take on it? Uh, to me, it pretty simply means there's a lot of people in the world that are winding down this time of year. You know, whether it's a diet thing, you know, they're getting into lots of candy. I know all about that. Same. Um, you know, taking lots of time off from work, you know, whether it's a nine to five or their um, entrepreneurial business. And, you know, I don't want to say slacking off, but like using this time as like I've earned it everybody's doing this mm-hmm. so it's cool for me to do it too so that's that's kind of where i think most people are headed right now or they are pretty well within it and you and i are here to talk about um you know kind of going against the grain yeah <clears throat> i heard an analogy about you know kind of and this was in regards to the mortgage business right now because the mortgage business as a whole is in that same season of it really it's separation season where a lot of people um, because the market's not as good, because rates are up, um, it's kind of that like law period where mm-hmm. people think like, let's just wait it out. Mm-hmm. So just don't do anything. Let's just wait it out and get through it. Um, so I heard this analogy that, you know, like if you think of it, if you're in a foot race with someone and everybody in the foot race or, or say there's 10 people in it and eight of those people um, stop at some point during the race or they go to a slow walk or a crawl if you're the one or two people that keep sprinting in that time like when the race starts again for the other people it's gonna be too late for them to catch up yeah and i think that's kind of where we are in the year right now um maybe that's where you are in your business you know and and maybe you're in the mortgage business or in something similar that's kind of feels like that like it's time to uh like might as well just slow down Mm -hmm. might as well take it easy just looking for permission hey it's the holidays Mm -hmm. and and we give people permission to do that yeah like our like all of all of us like if if somebody came to me and said something like that like oh you know i've been taking it easy because my reaction my instant like um my first thought would be like yeah man like i get it like instead of like you're flipping on the switch being like oh man come on like now's the time now yeah my gut reaction because of you know, my environment through the last 34 years has been, you know, my gut reaction is I get it. Like, cool. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah. You know, no, no sense of pushing right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel the same way. And I feel also very well qualified to talk about this because, um, I've lived this Yeah, <laughs> and honestly, I mean, even, you know, this year I'm not, um, you know, where I want to be at the moment. Like I know that I've definitely let my foot off the gas on a couple things. So I think, I'm well qualified to talk about it. Same, same. <laughs> um, so I guess with like with that being said, like what is um, like let's look at a couple different areas and how 
we can use this time to uh, to separate ourselves from, we'll say, the pack from the 98% of people that are mailing it in right now. Look, even if they're working a nine to five and they're still putting in 40 hours a week, they're probably not like you're distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're being honest out there, like, you know, maybe you're on Facebook at your desk or your cubicle. Maybe you are um, not making the calls you're supposed to be making. Maybe you're not quite hitting your numbers. But, you know, look, people are taking off. Right. It's 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 the holiday season. So um, how can we, you know, what are some things we can instill now to kind of uh, separate ourselves during this time so that when everyone else starts again in January, we're already ahead of the game. Um, And we'll talk about a couple different areas here. Starting with um, the most basic one, doing it when you don't feel like doing it Mm -hmm. and doing it when other people don't feel like doing it. Yeah, man, uh, to be honest, I like, I forget what time you walked in here, half hour ago, 2.30 probably. I didn't want to do the podcast. Yeah. Straight up. Love you to death. Did not want to do the podcast. (laughs) I was like, I had just gotten, I don't want to call it bad news, but just like something that was frustrating in a uh, real estate deal. And I was like, yeah, good. We don't need to do the podcast. Like I was completely fine with it, but uh, I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're doing it. This is one of those you know, push through it when you don't want to do it Mm -hmm. things. And I know that like, I can already feel like the difference, like those emotions I was feeling are pretty much gone. And it's like, this is the path that I should be on. And it's, it's better this way. Yeah. What do you think about, um, you know, like the impact of being present? Mm -hmm. Like when you, when you were saying that, cause I'm thinking about it too. And like, you know, for everyone out there, I, I work at home now, so I don't have a, um, an office like right around the corner. So like even to come up here, like you're saying to do the podcast, sometimes it's like, you know, there's a lot of things going on. My truck's mm-hmm. broke down. Like I got to get Danielle's car. I got to make sure she gets home. It's a process to get up here. So I'm like, it's very easy to be like, hey, let's just push it off this week. We'll mm-hmm. cancel whatever. But um, I don't remember what my question was for you, but oh, being present in the moment. So like if you can turn off that switch of, um, you know, like the uh, maybe the emotion or feeling, whatever it is, switch, but turn it into being present. Do you think that helps you with stuff like this? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, I'm not really sure how I do that. I mean, I think in this situation, it was just kind of like, well, you're here. You know, yeah. we're, we're not we're not going to sit here and not do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, like you said, you came up all this way. You got stuff going on. Like, let's get into it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know as far as like how I you know go about making the decision to be present, but it's it is. A conscious decision like yeah. that that's over with it's out of my control like let's move on to something more productive it's kind of like yeah let's get it done yeah yeah and i think that's the feeling too that we all have to fight through this time of year and you know in, in this area of of you know business and health and fitness um just doing it when you don't feel like it mm. doing it when other people aren't doing it and you know those uh those efforts of like just showing up during this period i think they go a long way because they compound yeah, well, like even something as small as, and I'm not giving myself credit here, but I'm, but I'm just like you and I, uh, I think we could dedicate a lot more time to the preparation of the podcast. Like oh, I yeah. was just putting, like, we've talked about that. 100%. You and I have talked about yeah. that. Literally right before we just started recording. <laughs> yeah. So like yesterday when I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to throw a text out the case and we're just going to talk about, you know, topics for tomorrow. Cause like we, you know, yeah. we're that we have so much going on that it, this kind of goes to the wayside yeah. a little bit. That's unfair. Um, so just sending, I, I was trying to just be intentional and maybe that's what, um, yeah. you know, is a, is a better way for me to describe how I get into those moments where I, um, want to be present is to, is to be intentional. Yeah. I like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of that crossover into the fitness world that I've been listening to, 
um, from Ben Patrick uh, talk. He's he's big on intent, and I've noticed it a lot with my athletes that when we're intentional about what we're doing, instead of just going through the motions, even though mm-hmm. the exercise might look pretty simple, uh, pretty similar, doing it with intent and doing it just to do it create completely different results. Yeah, you know what I mean. So my intention yesterday was, hey, you know, let's be. Uh, you know, present, let's really, you know, actually focus on some preparation, even if it was something as small as sending you a text a yeah. day ahead of time. But it is that honestly is so helpful. Yeah. Because, um, you know, as you go through your day after you're thinking about that, it's like, all right, well, we have a topic. Let's think about the topic. Let's bullet point some things, at least mentally. Mm-hmm. And then that way we come in here and we're prepared. We can knock it out. So I think that I think that goes a long way. Um, and it really goes into something else that we had kind of jotted down as we were starting this. Um, as, as anyone out there is looking ahead to the end of this year, next year, whatever, um, one of the things that, you you know, that will allow you to separate is having some accountability. Mm. Um, you do that for me. I hope Mm -hmm. I do that for you. You Um, yeah, for sure. But for anybody out there, like who is that person that's going to hold you accountable for things that you say you're going to get done goals that you set for yourself, um, goals that you set with other people, you know, business partners, your family, whatever it is, like make sure you have some kind of accountability in place because that accountability really is kind of what pulls me through tough times where like it's easy to not show up when it's just you and there's no one counting on you. Mm -hmm. It's easy to not show up. If this was like a one person thing or if you're training by yourself, but if you have accountability, if you got a workout partner we've talked about before or you have um, an appointment with someone that you've already set, like that accountability goes a long way. So as you, Anyone out there is thinking about how do I make sure I'm consistent when I really don't feel like doing it? It's cold out. It's light for like three hours a day right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much easier to stay in bed. Like, yeah. um, but who's that accountability person? And you know, try to find someone, someone that motivates you, someone that holds you accountable, and and you know, set up a schedule with them where it's it's going to keep you on track. Yeah, and I think something that we overlook is that simply asking for someone to keep you accountable or um you that's a vulnerable thing oh yeah and i think so many of us me included shy away from those things because it's a vulnerable thing or like i don't you know i probably could be more vocal about how i you know need your help or you know my parents help or friends or whoever it may be. But my instant reaction is don't do that. Cause then they're going to think you're weak or then, you know, then they're going to think when I, when it's really, I actually truly believe that it's a strength like yeah. to be vulnerable, um, you know, to ask for those accountability partners is actually a strength. But so many of yeah. us, myself included are like, no, nah, I don't need that. Cause that makes me look weak. Yeah. False. <laughs> and, and I also feel like, man, if I ask him to hold me accountable, that means, like there's really no getting out of anything. Yeah. <laughs> like like the accountability is almost that I gave someone permission to hold me accountable, mm-hmm. and it's really with yourself. And um, you know, I think we need it though. It's not like being ultra disciplined is not easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I've had spurts in my life where I've been ultra disciplined on things like diet, exercise, whatever else, but it's not easy. <laughs> to do it all the time, yeah. so which is why we need the accountability. No doubt. Um, let's go over some things. Um, some of the other things we wrote down here, just kind of jotted out, like different areas and kind of how we can use separation season with these areas. Mm-hmm. Um, with with diet, this is something I'm struggling with right now. I'm yeah. getting back on track, mm-hmm. and maybe we shouldn't. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't really feel inclined to give advice on diet, but maybe I can just go over something I'm struggling with. Yeah, do it. Dude, this is this is the time of year, right, where we eat. We yeah. Got Thanksgiving, you got Halloween, you got Christmas, you got all these holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, what I've kind of done with diet and with exercise, I'll tie that in together, and, and fitness goals, is I kind of moved to, like, January 1st is, the, like, the time everyone starts. Mm-hmm. And I've done that the last couple of years. I've started, like, a diet workout routine January 1st. This year, I've moved that back, like, a month. So I have in, in mind, like, a target of where I want to be on January 1st mm-hmm. rather than, like, I'll just blow off the last two months of the year and I'll start January 1st. So, um, just having that, like I've, you know, I've slipped a little bit. I've let, I've let some things go, but knowing that I I have a goal, um, targeted weight in mind, um, and body fat percentage in mind for January 1st is, is what's keeping me, you know, from going too far off (laughs) the rails. Yeah. This is the time when, uh, you know, in come January, like right now, (laughs) what is was there a just, no it wasn't i just had a, a I, when i was watching the youtube shorts last night <laughs> i was watching the one where was it that's what she said and you're like are you good <laughs> of, of our videos <laughs> it was like one of your mannerisms just now that it's, reminded me of it like, i was like shit you could you could bro <laughs> All right. Well, at least it wasn't a that's what she said <laughs> no, moment. It wasn't, but I was just like, a, dang, I just clicked yeah, it. There. I couldn't get out of my head. Sorry. Well, it's been a while since we had one of that. <laughs> but, but no, man, this is the time when, you know, everybody's going to like in anticipation of what they expect to do January 1st, they're going to let the next month slide because of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it doesn't work like that. No. No, so, and actually I heard uh, Donna uh, at the village, shout out Donna, the GM over there. She's awesome. She was working out yesterday. I came in and she was behind the desk. I can't look at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, and I was like, I was like, man, you got a good workout in. And she was like, yeah, you know, like I was going to start January 1st, but like I'm starting now. And I was like, okay. So it's funny you said that. Because, yeah. Like those were her exact words. She was like. I can start January first, but but why? Like let's let's just start now. And I was like, okay, that's big time. Yeah, Andy Frisella talks about that too. He's like, the biggest way to um, make sure that you don't hit your goals is to set like a. a set. This is important stuff, guys. That we're going through here, so please pay attention. But um, I'm actually glad we had this. I'm yeah. glad we had this moment. I know. I know. Little, that's what she said. Moment. A little bit lighter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like is to is to basically create an excuse in your mind for why you're not going to start it until a later date. It's like right. he talks about the boss voice and the bitch voice in your head. Yeah. And he's like, that's the bitch voice talking when you're like, ah, yeah, like I'll get on it. I'll get on it later. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, see, I slammed the pen. Yeah. Nick's not going to like that. But um, as far as what I'm doing uh, diet wise, and again, I don't necessarily consider myself qualified to talk about this, but what's working for me is... Uh, less sugar because man, I I eat candy all the time, um, and it just makes me feel like crap. It gives me I don't get headaches often, but if I've eaten too much sugar, and especially with what I'm doing training now, I'm not drinking as much water as I probably should be. Um, yeah, it just it affects the way that I feel. It affects the the, the way that I act toward people. Yep. And um, so how how do you limit that though, or do you do you do like like a t- period of time where you're like, I'm going to cut it out or do you just limit it? Yeah. Right now it just kind of got to a point where, um, I weighed myself a couple of weeks ago and for like probably the past, I don't know, three years or so. I mean, I was a pretty, st- like if I was, I was 185 to 188, almost 
all the time. Yeah. And I, I was like 196, and I was like, yeah, that's different. Um, <laughs> and, I, and, I mean, my diet has changed to, you know, I'm you know, pretty much exclusively on the carnivore diet except for candy. But um, <laughs> so I could have been gaining weight because I'm eating so much protein. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, it didn't feel right. I wasn't feeling good. So just been cutting out sugar. And I don't really have a system as much as I have, like, uh, just accountability with myself. Yeah. <clears throat> so I usually, <laughs> there's two ways I do it. Either one is like I set a, uh, a time frame where I'm like, all right, for 30 days or for, you know, 75 days during 75 hard, like I'm mm-hmm. going to cut it out completely. Or <laughs> I just eat so much that I literally make myself yeah. feel terrible. And then I'm like, all right, I'm not going to continue doing this. So then I right. cut it out, um, which probably neither is like a great approach. There's, pr- But, you know, again, like everyone's different. I think some people are okay with moderation. Mm-hmm. I've never been that type of person. No, like moderation doesn't work for me. It's like if I if I have a little bit, I want a lot, like yeah. a lot more. Yeah, um, and and I think you know this is a, a much different uh, ball game. But I my uh, experience with alcohol is it parallels with so mm-hmm. much of this stuff. It's like, oh, uh, why did I stop doing that? It's like, oh, I stopped doing that because a like it was out of control. B, like I felt like crap the next day and C, like I was hurting other people. And yep. like while I'm sugar doesn't necessarily make me hurt other people or make me make crap decisions. I do think to a point like I'm not my best. I know I'm not my best mm-hmm. when I am literally eating 12 Kit Kats like in a sitting like. Yeah. See ya. Um, so I'm like, ah, I've done this before. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that if I don't do it, I'll feel better and it's going to create a better situation for myself and everybody around me. Yeah. So I can draw from that a little bit. Yeah. Quick uh, parallel right now that, that I'll make. We just were talking about this, but the book Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Um, I was saying that it's so fascinating because he wrote this book or he wrote this like manuscript in the 1930s. And he talks about um, in the book, there's a like a, you know, fictitious conversation with the devil where he interviews him. And the devil basically goes into how he um, controls people's minds. And he says through vices and he even talks about yeah. cigarettes where in the 1930s, everyone smoked. Young kids smoked. Um, it was very widely accepted. It wasn't taboo at all. Um, we didn't even know the health risks as people. But he talked about vices and how they basically, um, you know, they create these habits and they create weakness in the mind. And then, you know, the devil kind of takes that mind space. Yeah. And really, like, you know, he talks about cigarettes in the book, but he also talks about diet. And I think it could be anything. You know, it could be sugar. It could be, um, you know, alcohol for some people. But I think anything that really, if there's something out there that kind of has a hold on you, mm-hmm. it, it it breaks down your, um, your mental fortitude. Yeah, you're powerless to that thing. Right. And it could be something as stupid and little as freaking chocolate. Yep. Cause I've been there and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I go through spurts where I'm like, I literally am addicted to it. I think sugar is probably more addicting than man. Yeah. Uh, it's done a lot of things. I agree with you. And it's not, uh, I mean, I guess it probably is widely accepted or understood that, but it, like not to a level where people think that it's really bad for you. I no. mean, it's kind of like, Oh, you shouldn't have it, but it's not like, no, that's actually really damaging your health. Yeah. You know, it's no, not like it's, where I think we feel that way more about cigarettes and, and yep. it seems like alcohol is, is gaining traction in that. But the, the sugar thing is way away from Yeah. That. I just can't believe how addicting it is. Like if, 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 if somebody out there has never went like two weeks without any sugar, mm-hmm. 
Um, like just cut it out completely. Like, I mean, it is like, you literally feel withdrawals. Like yeah, and it's hard to find things that don't have added sugars in them. Yeah. Like, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. We kind of went off on a tangent there, but I think it's important that we kind of look at all these things because right now, um, is when, you know, we give ourselves a lot of grace during this period of time. We, uh, let ourselves slip you know, just typically like the, this time of the year. So it's important to kind of look back at maybe what some of those causes are and just, and, you know, like you said, look at what's going to create the best version of yourself. Does it include overeating, over drinking, not moving your body during this period of time, not doing the calls you're supposed to make if you're in business, not making the customer contacts, like mm-hmm. all these things that we know we're supposed to do that we're going to just pick it up on January 1st. Does it make sense to just not do that for the next couple months? Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, we all do it, right? What you just said feels American. Like if it does. What, you, what you just said feels like that is the way, uh, but it's so clearly not. And and people who like myself who uh, um, sub- have or or currently do subscribe to, oh, uh, you know, take it easy, uh, you know, eat more, whatever the case may be, um, they know that it's not the right way. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like it's accepted. It's definitely the easier way to do it. And I think. You know, we've talked about at length, if it's the easier thing to do, that temporary pleasure is there, but you know what the long-term result's going to be. Yep. <clears throat> so um, what's that going to look like for us? Like for each person, it's going to be different, but just, you know, we'll leave you with this. Like, where are you going to be January 1st? Are you going to be looking back at the last month, pissed off at yourself, um, out of shape, mm-hmm overweight not feeling good not feeling good you know your diet's been crap you know you drank too much the last month you ate too much um you didn't do what you're supposed to do at work and you're like starting again january 1st 2024 just like you did in 2023 and 2022 and 2021 or are you going to be at that point where you look back and say damn i'm glad i i'm glad i started a month early i'm glad i didn't let off the gas completely because um, I can tell you with uh, health and fitness, business, all these different areas, it's so much easier to ride some momentum and keep the thing moving forward mm-hmm. rather than this stop and start. Um, it's just so hard to get started again once you fall out of rhythm with these things. And so. I think a lot of it um, is, uh, I don't want to call it peer pressure, but like just acceptance from your friends group and things. And like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if it was something that you and I and all of our friends did every year, like to be different is tough. Like to be the one that says like, nah, man, like I'm not going out and drinking tonight or, um, no, I'm actually gonna hit the gym tomorrow morning instead of like sleeping in like things like that. It's a difficult thing to do. Yeah. Um, but I would encourage people who feel that way to you talk about it, be the change you want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, do it for you, but what you do also could really positively impact other people in your life. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I, that's what gets me going in general. That's why yeah. I love training athletes. I'm like, man, I, I could help this person. Yep. So love it. <clears throat> well, let's, uh, let's make some separation guys. We'd love to hear some comments and feedback from anyone out there, what you're going to do to separate yourself in the next month of the year. Uh, the last month of the year, um, December, 2023, mm-hmm. this year's about to close out. And, um, yeah, we'd love to see the progress that you're making and, and kind of what your goals are. Heck, we'll even hold you accountable. Uh, if you want us to give you a shout out on here yeah. and, and call you out by name for, um, you know, sticking to what your goals are, what you set out for yourself. So, 
Uh, until next time, guys, this is The Real Deal, and um, we'll see you soon. See y'all.